0: it's just not okay to be funny there's a lot of truth in humor I've been critical of comedians but if you notice I did it in a, in a, in a funny way right it was funny when I, when I made fun of Bill Burr or you know whoever this is one of the reasons you listened in the first place and this is my point is that humor when used in the right hands can be very effective. Why censor it? You have to remember the pen is mightier than the sword. You can, you can mock a class of people into into irrelevance. And this is what I try to do for you. This is, I'm, I'm serious here by the way. I'm offering a service. This is, this is not just to, to throw salt in old wounds or to cause division cause division can you believe you believe the audacity of people you're causing division no the division is there it's there it's it's been there and you're pretending it doesn't exist and you're making it worse because you want to pretend that it's it's not there and it wasn't there it's been there look into the history of america and eugenics and I don't have to tell you that again. I've said it so many times. It's a horror story. Of uh, and even when you, when you get to the civil rights movement, you're still seeing this vitriolic reaction from the white people of the time, and compare that to the to the Capitol storming and how these black police officers were beaten. And singled out and called derogatory names. Think about that. And tell me that things are different and I'll laugh at you. Because that's the thing is that it's funny, right? That's humor. There's truth in humor and the truth hurts. And so you're going to get a little... Mm, it's going to sting a little bit from time to time. But I just, you know, think about it. Think about it. I Am I sitting here crying because... I missed uh, 10 years of my life through th- to seizures and, and constant. When you have a seizure, you're unconscious, and, you, and you're constantly losing your memory, and your brain is, is um, misfiring, and it's damaged, and, you know, you, you can't get a grasp on reality. But I, <laughs> I didn't – I'm not sitting here crying about it. I may talk about it. But I'm not, what I'm not doing is trying to control others because I was hurt. Because that's what censorship is. You, you, you get hurt, and so you say, I'm going to try to get you back. I'm going to take something from you, too, now, because you took away my good feeling. The thing is is that your good feeling was not going to last someone was going to take that good feeling away from you eventually someone through some comment some glance some stare some uh misplacement of an object something was going to take that joy from you that you had it didn't have to be me it didn't have to be donald trump even it didn't have to be it could have been anyone So why, why lash out at others if they're not directly harming you? Now, Donald Trump is directly harming people. He's directly harming people by when he sent out a tweet and he was making directions and telling them how to act and what to do. He was almost directly ordering them to attack people. How does a joke do that folks? I think we can tell the difference between jokes and and threats and open instructions to instruct people to harm others. There's no instruction in making fun of a dimwit there to tell you to harm anyone. It's just mocking being stupid and stupidity and that's part of how we learn. Um I don't want to be remembered as someone who's anti-cancel culture. I'm not anti-cancel culture. I don't care if you cancel Donald Trump. You know what? I'm even going to go far to say as much as it would, uh, you know, pain me to put all this stuff, effort into this and, and then just get canceled, I wouldn't even care if I get canceled. Eventually, I'd forget about it. I'd move on. Wouldn't be the end of the world. I'd find another way to do something. Figure something out. But you look at the Republican Party today and, and you look at the state of some of the, the Democrats and how much it took. How much it took of people like me making fun of them, mocking them. Like, come on, grow a spine, go after this guy to finally bring up, at least in the House, some form of impeachment. You start to wonder, what is the censorship really about? What is it really about? Because it gets political and you know where I'm going. It, it goes to the left. Some of you have not been through this before. You think that well, if I just follow up to good old Jack's standards, then I'll be fine. Standards change. They always do. That's why it's a, it's a standard. You can go in and change the standard anytime you want. Standardized tests is different every year. You think about a person's mind, the standard could be different every second. Think about that. There's one man who has decided what you get to say on this medium that really you built or at least you helped build build and now you're in real jeopardy because if Donald Trump could be touched you ain't shit I'm not upset. I got suspended for twelve hours. Took a vacation. I I went and uploaded some wonderful uh, food videos. Uh, you know, I'm a chef too. When I'm not doing this, so if you want to check that out on YouTube and more content, please, MCP. You can, you know, you know, it's it's tasty stuff. It's it is it's really good. Uh, I enjoy cooking. Cooking is an art. Just like this communication thing we're doing right now. We're making art. You and I. Really. That's what's so beautiful about this podcasting thing. And we can share it together. We don't need Jack Dorsey. We don't need to be Donald Trump. We don't need to be mad when we get thrown out. We're used to being thrown out, right? We're we're lefties. We get thrown out all the time. That's what we do. The Republicans, they're trying to... See... That's what happened to Republicans. Everyone said, "What happened to the Republican Party? What the fuck happened?" They tried to be like us. They wanted to be the ones who were like, "Yeah, we're gonna boss. We're gonna go in and get thrown out, and we're gonna we're gonna cause ruckus. We're gonna be the cool guys." Oh well, you get the cool guy treatment, I guess, right? Cool, cool guy. You know, gets thrown out of the party a lot. He's, he's causing too much trouble. He says he says stuff that people don't like whoever he she or they may be ostracized outsiders outcast be proud of it don't shy away from that that's that's the difference you see they're proud when they're outcast they take pride in that ask people listening seriously ask yourself are you like that do you take pride in that do you, are you glad you said what you said Or are you just constantly looking for Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg's approval all the time? Because that's that's Donald Trump. He got mad because because, oh, Jack and and, and Mark and all the guys, they threw him out. Oh, no. (laughs) I can't I can't believe I can't believe this has happened to me. I can't. This is beyond believable. It's beyond belief. How how could they do this? How could they do this to me? To me! I sacrifice everything. I gave everything to them. I gave them everything. They come to me. They come to me. They say, they say Donald, give me. Give me what you have. I said, OK, here it is. I give it to them. They take it. They run away. They say, I say, what are you doing? How could you do this to me? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me in the face. Look at me in the wrinkled face and tell me how could you do this to me? How could you do this to me, Jack? Jack! Jack! I hardly knew you, Jack. You betray me. You betray me, Jack. I don't know. It gets a little ridiculous after a while. How you stand listening to that? jackass go on and on i don't even call him donald trump anymore i just call him orange turd on twitter he's a dried up turd that's what he looks like as you probably know by now if you listen to my shows when you're a performer you travel a lot you go around to different theaters and different cities and you know maybe even if you're lucky enough different states which had i not had epilepsy i i would have had the chance to do but you know you, cards don't always fall your way when you have epilepsy, you're not allowed to drive. And so going anywhere beyond your little bubble, your 500-mile uh, your or so radius, I don't know if it's even that big, maybe more like 100, you're not going. You're not going to make it. It's just that simple. I tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was so foolish. I wanted to be an actor so bad. I'd, I'd lie to people and say I could be at places and, you know, wouldn't show up on time and you know you don't you don't take into account that that affects your record down the line because you're young and I mean it's 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 all it's all so heartbreaking to look back on it and it really does it it makes me cry every almost every time I think about it about what would have been and about how it's not my fault Cause you know, I'm sure people are wondering at this point why you keep showing up to auditions. Why don't you just do something else? Because it's not my fault. What? Whose fault? You know, you're a kid and you want to be something, and you get sick. In society, we take it out on the kid. We don't. We don't try to figure out a way to maybe make that possible. You just say stop it. You stop. Stop being who you want to be. Well the reality is is like, you know, maybe with a little work and maybe it'll be hard. But what's the point? What's the point if it's not hard? That's my point. Isn't it supposed to be hard? Isn't life hard? Isn't it hard to, to go to work and to, to go to school? Isn't that what 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 you're teaching people? It's hard, right? Okay. Well, let it be hard. Don't stifle people it just makes them hate you. And it makes them resent being alive. You ever think about that when you when you tell someone who's disabled, "Oh, aim lower." You ever think about what you're really saying to that person?